Welcome to The Insider. This is the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Thanks a lot for joining us. Our topic is winter weather preps. Take it slow in ice and snow. And our guest is Raymond Hillis. He's the executive director of the Public Works Department. Long time with the street department. Yes, sir. I don't want to uh, call you an old timer, but how long have you been <laughs> with the city of Murfreesboro? I am working on my 29th year, Mike. So thank you for the invitation. Glad to be here. Well, congratulations for surviving all that time. Absolutely. Hopefully we can get another one or two behind us and we'll be good. (laughs) Speaking of survival, um, surviving snow and ice. Uh, We've had some seasons where we had a pretty good storm and and it's rough. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one good thing about public works and street department is uh, people think, or you don't really think about ice and snow until that's that time of weather, but you know, for our department, we're continually prepping for uh, what's getting ready to come. You know, with the city and taking on as growing as fast as it is and all the annexations that come through, we take those and then we add those roads to our current system, which is already set up. And so we always currently just, you know, trying to keep a check and balance to be sure that those routes that we run for uh, for ice and snow are always up to date, that we don't miss a new road that we've been, that we've had to annex inside the city, uh, always trying to uh, revamp our equipment to be sure that it's working properly. Our brine system, we always make sure that uh, uh, the technicians come in two or three months before winter time to be sure that it's fully operational because I'm sure you know anytime you have salt and it doesn't mix well with any kind of equipment so there's always that failure that we always issues. yeah that we're always looking to so so how does the city prepare for a storm? Let's say you two days away you're looking at the weather and mm-hmm. you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So back to my first answer is the good thing that the system that we currently have set up is that we prior to all of this, every employee is already set in a group or a team. So you have team A, you have team B. We take the department, we divide it in half. Everyone has a partner. We always make sure that we look at a senior guy versus a new guy so that we don't have someone in there that's never done this before. And then we divide it in 12-hour shifts. So you'll have Team A come in and work 12 hours, and then Team B will follow them with another 12-hour shift so that we don't continually wear the guys out. And with that being said, with everything already set in place, we watch the weather just like everyone else, but temperatures are a huge factor for us. And then we always, just prior to that, put the department on standby so all the employees know that they can get a phone call in just any second could happen. So they expect on the go, always on. They the go. know that that's coming. Always yeah. on the go, yes, sir. Uh, on the salt brine, uh, we've talked about that before, but there's a decision-making process on whether you apply that sure. and whether you don't. What's sure. what's that about? Well, everybody knows that brine and the weather here in Tennessee is always kind of a, uh, a roll of the dice. So. The thing with brine, if you get a lot of rain after it's been applied, it's pretty ineffective. But we always watch for those temperatures coming in. If the system looks like it's going to transition over pretty quick to ice and snow, we'll go ahead and put the brine down in preparation to have at least a thin layer of something down to whenever it does change over. Hopefully it starts melting and then we can cover it with with ice. So, I'm sorry, with salt. Where do you apply the brine on what roads and how much does it take? Our current brine system, we keep 10,000 gallons of brine on hand. The system is capable of producing about 1,000 gallons every 15 minutes. We have three brine trucks that are uh, equipped with 1,000-gallon tanks that we can get out ahead of the system to be able to put down. Um, you know, it, it 
it really is just a roll of the dice to whether you can be sure that you that you put it down exactly when it needs to be. So now, Brian hasn't always been around. I assume when you correct. first started, you didn't even use. Brian. We didn't. We're actually the first time. We've our system is five years old. Uh, it was something that we looked at. We looked at the cost of it. You can take a ton of salt and make approximately about 10,000 gallons of brine with it. So you can see how far that salt will actually stretch. Uh, so we look at that and being able to be proactive in getting something down so that everybody can continue to drive safely. So when the brine system's working, you apply it and it does what it's supposed to do, what does that achieve for you? Uh, I don't know if a lot of people noticed this last little snow event we had here just a few days ago. Uh, that buys us time. When we get ready, when we put the brine down and it works like it's supposed to, uh, it buys us time to be able to switch over from brine to salt. Um, and that way, whenever the temperatures begin to drop even more and the more participation it comes in and all those things, we're better prepared to be able to transfer over to salt. And it gets the guys out ahead because uh, obviously we can't be on every street at the same time. So we need at least a couple of hours to be able to run those routes. Now, I know you can't be on every street. In fact, there are some streets you don't even go to. You correct. don't go to individual neighborhoods, but correct. you do go to the major corridors. What are those? That's correct. So your major corridors here in Murfreesboro is going to be your major state routes, which is going to be 96, 41, 231, all those uh, streets. Plus, you know, you have your major city thoroughfares, which is going to be... Uh, medical center. Medical center, uh, veterans, um, what, Rutherford, Rutherford Northfield, all those streets as well. So... And so these yeah. corridors are mainly what you've described there are that they're state highways, but they run through the city limits. And that's, so your responsibility correct. for TDOT, I guess, in Absolutely. a way, is to do those. Murfreesboro's beneficials that a lot of cities don't have. Murfreesboro has a state contract with the state saying that we will maintain the state right away within the city limits. So anything from pothole patching to snow and ice removal to litter pickup, mowing, uh, Murfreesboro Public Works uh, Street Department, uh, we do that for the state, and we track everything that we do. And so at the end of the month, we send an invoice back to the state, and the state reimburses us for all that usage that we did. So w when there's a storm coming, and let's say sometimes it's an ice storm, you know, mm -hmm. ice and rain sure. or a mix well, is coming, and then sure. sometimes it's snow. Right. Is there a difference on what you do? Uh, no, not really. Um, honestly, we would prefer it to come in that way because it seems like our um, materials with the brine and the salt work better that way. Rain, when it comes in in a form of rain, basically washes away everything that we do as far as the prep work, and we kind of have to start all over again. Uh, so we would prefer it to come in. If it's going to snow, let it snow, you know. So uh, we feel like it, it's more effective that way. Let's talk about salt for a, for a second. Um, you have a supply of salt that's readily available, and you have to gear up for a certain amount, uh, tons of it, True. every year. How is that applied? What's the process of, of using salt? So a couple of, couple of answers to your question. We are very fortunate here that we have a large salt barn on the north side of town. Uh, it holds about uh, 12, uh, 1,200 tons of ta uh, salt currently, and we stockpile another, I don't know, a couple hundred tons at our, our location now. Uh, we are currently working on a south salt barn location. We're in the process of the design right now, which will help us uh, cover the city a lot quicker. Instead of uh, when you're on the south side of town and you run out of salt and you got to drive all the way to the north side to load. So this should help us be a whole lot more efficient to be able to get the roads uh, clear. But we're also very talent. We're very blessed in a sense that 
the equipment that we have now, it, it, it's, it's very modern in a sense that we can apply as many pounds of salt per lane mile as we choose. So on the average, you would apply 250 pounds of salt per lane mile. Well, if it comes in as a heavier snow or uh, it doesn't seem like the amount of salt we're putting down is being effective in comparison to the ice and snow that's on the road, we can automatically, with a dial on the truck, we can turn that up to 350 pounds per lane mile or whatever we desire. The other good thing with the current equipment, uh, the trucks that we have now are have onboard road temperatures in them. It can read the road temperature by sitting in the truck. Really? And temperature is a huge factor in dealing with ice and snow. Uh, you know, if it's right there at 32, it doesn't take quite as much as it does when we see these temperatures get back in the zeros. You know, you, uh, you know, when, a, when, when the temperature gets that low, salt can be ineffective at times, but we have noticed that if you apply a little more and those temperatures as they drop uh, seem to be a little more effective. So the, the technology you have actually senses the temperature on the roadway, correct. not just out in the air? That's correct. Yes, sir. How does that work? It has a uh, onboard little heat-seeking radar system that shoots a beam down to the street, and it's able to uh, give that information back to the driver. And the wow. So, yeah. And that's been around how long? Oh, I'd say our trucks is probably three or four years old, I guess. Yeah. In terms of the motorist out on the roadway, when your trucks are out there and they're applying salt um, and removing snow, so there's a combination and you have mm -hmm. these trucks that you convert. I think a lot of people don't realize right. you're converting your trucks. That's right. Um, is there something that, uh, that people can do to help? Like, or to get out of the way? Or, Absolutely, or, yeah. yeah. Anytime, if you could see one, if there's a way that you could could move over or get out of the way so that we could get through. Uh, we have seen systems in my tenure here, I've seen snow systems come in right at rush hour. And I'm telling you, it is a battle for us to get around town. Uh, of course, when traffic can't move for the ice and snow, we can't get through the traffic. So we feel helpless at times. And until we can get through and get that salt on the road so that it can melt, so traffic can move, um, would help a great deal, so yes. Yeah, it's almost better that they stay off the roadway so you can do your job. And you typically probably, I mean, it doesn't always work out this way, but you work a lot during the late hours when people are off the road. Oh, absolutely. We don't, uh, we don't go home until the roads are clear. We'll continue to rotating. That was one of the purposes of setting up the 12-hour shifts. So we stay 24-7 on board until, until the roads are clear. Now, as we speak, the weather's pretty good. In oh, fact, absolutely. we had the first week of January Glad that see was it. warm, unseasonably warm. But we always know that by February or March, we're going to get hit at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can tell folks, you can rest assured that Public Works Street Department is prepared. And they, they really do a good job. I they mean, I, I know job. I'm a little bit biased. I work for the city. Sure. But I've, Me too. I've noticed what they do. <laughs> sure. And, um, and, they, and they take pride in what they absolutely. do. Absolutely. We have the, and, and I'm just like you, Mike. I work for the city of Mercer. I've been here a long time. I've uh, been at the street department a long time. I tell my guys all the time, I feel like we have the uh, best group in the country. Uh, these guys work long hours. They work hard hours, and they'll give it all they've got. They know that their families are traveling those roads as well, just like every other family out here, and we want to see people get to their destination as safe as possible. Well, for all of us in the city of Murfreesboro, when you get over there, thank them for all of us. Absolutely. We're glad to. Because like you said, that snowstorm or that ice storm is coming. Right.
Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Raymond Hillis with the uh, Public Works Department, Executive Director. Thanks a lot for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. You've been listening to The Insider here on uh, The Insider Podcast. For more information on snow and ice preps, you can contact Raymond Hillis and the Street Department at 615-893-4380. This podcast has originated from City Hall. Thanks for listening via Podbeam, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music Audible, and Google Podcast. You can also watch The Insider on YouTube. Our producer is Michael Nevels. For more information on the city of Murfreesboro, just go to murfreesboro.tn.gov, including any winter weather, seasonal preps, and the forecast. You've been listening to The Insider, the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. Until next time, I'm Mike Browning. Thanks for joining us.